0: I'm Helen Karakilak and this is Overworked but Optimistic, the podcast where we address a new topic every fortnight, looking into the various ways it affects us and consider how we can better balance the many things we like and occasionally don't like to juggle. We're all too familiar with being overworked and aiming to be increasingly optimistic. Whether you're studying, working casually, part-time or full-time, pursuing a career and big picture objectives or just trying to make it through the day, this is the podcast for you. This week's episode is all about checking in, not at a hotel or an airport to escape your problems, but on yourself and your friends, making sure you're all good or at least as good as you can be for the moment. If you're not, it's about knowing that there are resources and people that can help you get there. This includes counselling services at your school or university, organisations like Headspace, Beyond Blue and 24-hour emergency and crisis support services, including Lifeline all of which we've linked more information about in the description of this week's episode. I am in the studio alone at the moment, which is a little bit odd because usually I have Alice here with me, but unfortunately she's had a bit of trouble with her leg this week, so she's actually at the doctor at the moment. But hopefully she's okay, and Alice, when you hear this, I miss you. Please come back because it's weird talking to myself in a microphone in a room all alone. <laughs> but I miss you and I hope your leg is okay, but I am highly optimistic. The day that we're recording this is Are You Okay Day. So, Are You Okay reinforces that there is power behind a simple question. They're a suicide prevention charity specifically looking at preventing lack of communication, and we totally value communication so much. So, to have an Are You Okay conversation, it involves four steps, according to the Are You Okay website. So those four steps are asking, are you okay? Listening, encouraging action and checking in. So we'll touch on each of them, but mainly the fourth. Organizations that promote and power such important issues in this way really do amazing things for starting and normalizing conversation. But conversation about mental health and wellbeing isn't exclusive to particular days that are branded yellow or purple or whatever other color. It's an ongoing discussion And it's an ongoing process and sometimes it can be really hard. So there's a lot of reasons that you may not be feeling okay, but we want to focus on the everyday imbalances, the things that make you feel overworked and promote optimism and discuss little ways you can improve that study, work, social life balance by prioritizing yourself and your well-being. Maintaining positive relationships with your friends and surrounding yourself with positive people is super important and I'm really lucky that I have a bunch of amazing friends, all of which have the same weird musical interests as me and all of which like to dress up and engage in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. The Rocky Horror Picture Show is a cult classic. If you haven't seen it, oh my gosh, get on it. It is amazing. Great music. If you're into musicals, if you're into aliens, get on the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's very fun, very weird, very wacky, and very awesome. Every year, the Capri Theatre do a midnight screening of the show, and because it's a cult classic, it's got a great following. The community here in Adelaide have a lot of enthusiasm about it so everyone gets dressed up in weird and wacky costumes and it's just a really good time and we like to get all dressed up and do crazy makeup and crazy clothing and we go to the midnight screening and we do the whole costume parade and see way too much of some people (laughs) so later tonight as we are all getting ready in our crazy makeup and sparkly ensembles i will be chatting to a few guests about the power that comes from conversations behind the simple question are you okay? Checking in can be a really small, simple thing. It's not hard, but it goes a long way. We're really lucky to have so many ways to keep in touch with each other. We have Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, so many other applications. And let's not forget the humble text message and OG phone call. In 2019, there is no excuse to not be able to keep in touch. A really simple way to check in is maintaining contact through those channels, whether it's with a message, reacting to someone's Instagram story, sending a meme. As I'm in the studio recording this right now, my phone has pretty much vibrated itself off the desk because I keep getting notifications flooding in with memes that Alice is sending me from the waiting room of the doctor's office so a simple text message meme emoji or gif is a really great way to express yourself through visuals and a good prompt to start conversations to reach out to people if alice sends me a meme i will respond i'll either like it if i'm in a rush or if something about it is like oh my god that's so true or hey me as heck today she'll get a response and from that it often starts a conversation Sometimes I'll send her memes intentionally that I see and I'm like, oh my God, let's unpack this because there is so much going on in this meme and I do not like it. And that's usually stuff that promotes like really unhealthy negative thinking. I'll message, I'll send her a meme and I'll be like, this is toxic and I don't like it. And then that'll prompt a whole conversation about everything that's wrong with social media. But I won't go off on a tangent about that because I'm sure there is enough things that we have seen on the internet that have made us cringe or cry or angry that it deserves a whole episode in itself. A good thing about checking in is knowing what's going on in your friends' lives. So I actually have a really recent example of this. Alice has been in and out of doctor's appointments for the past few months now because of her leg. And we were talking the other day and I actually got mad on her behalf because we are in a group chat. We were talking about shopping. For like costume stuff. And one of our friends goes, Oh, at Alice, let's go today. Like, do you want to come with me? And I got a little bit mad on her behalf because this particular friend has not been active in that group chat until this point and probably was unaware that Alice had been going through quite a bit with her leg and that was physically unable to be able to do this. So knowing what's going on in your friend's lives can be really important. Maintaining those conversations and not asking stupid questions. If I know that Alice is unable to drive because of the antibiotics she's on or because her ankle has been acting up, I'm not going to say, hey, come pick me up on the way to this event. I'm going to say, hey, do you want a lift? It's about knowing what's going on to be able to talk in a constructive way. And knowing what's going on in your friends' lives is a really good way to check up on them because I know Alice has been going through a bit of a rough time because obviously you'll be bummed out if your ankle has been causing you pain and prohibiting certain activities that you would want to do. So because I know that all of that's going on, I am in a really good position to be able to be aware, acknowledge that, and acknowledge that it might be putting her in a negative headspace and be able to start that conversation and that open channel. So knowing what is going on in your friends' lives is super important. If the situation was reversed, Alice knows that I work 3 jobs. She knows roughly what my schedule is for those jobs and she knows how time-consuming it can be, especially one of them I tutor English and history and I am often helping other students with their assignments as well as doing my own. She, can then talk to me about that. She can ask, oh, how did you go like with that assignment? Or, hey, how did you go doing that draft? When you know what's going on in your friend's lives, it makes those conversations a lot easier to have because you sort of already have an in. You have a foot in the door that can then open that up to a wider conversation. And you talk about how you're feeling in those moments because of those things that influence your life and because of those things that have such an impact on your wellbeing. So I... I am in preparation for the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which we are all going to tonight. So I have Claudia Ciccarello, who was on last week's episode about tertiary terror, and she is our Rocky for Rocky Horror. This is an audio medium, so I need to describe your wonderful look right now. Yeah, you really do. You have a solid 12-pack going on and and some some solid (laughs) pecs. that was fashioned out of a child's teenage mutant ninja turtle costume. <laughs> we have some sparkly gold shorts and some gold high tops. And she's packing. And she's packing.
1: She's, what she's... A sock.
0: <laughs> we have Hayden Evans who is a TAFE student studying biomedical engineering. Um, and here's our Dr. Scott fully equipped with fishnets, a suit jacket and tie. And short shorts, short shorts, and some short shorts. mega high heels. Yeah. Then we also have Dean DeCasto who <laughs> is a student at UNSA studying marketing. That's it. Um, and he is our Frank And if you don't know what Frank looks like, you should definitely Google Tim Curry's Frank because it's beautiful. My
1: eyebrows and... are so big, big right now, man. <laughs> bigger than my whole head. <laughs> Bro.
0: <laughs> Fully equipped in pearls, a black corset, women's athletic booty shorts, fishnets, and black Timberland boots.
1: Tim, tone's terrific, baby.
0: <laughs> so, what are your experiences with Are You Okay Day?
1: My friends just make a joke about it. They're like, "Mate, are you okay?" I'm like, "Nah." And they they always just make a joke about it. But like, I know it's a serious thing. It's kind of a thing you need to ask. Why do you think Are You Okay Day has such a jokey connotation
2: yes thank you (laughs) just the whole stigma around mental health which has been the case for ages but i think that that's slowly being erased and now the stigma is sort of fading actually this year in particular i've seen the most are you okay day posts out of like out of all the years previous and it could just be because i'm more active on social media But, um, like, I've seen, like, family members and, like, friends and stuff posting on their Instagram stories, like are you okay it's important to ask and whatever
0: i've seen that as yeah. well especially there's one particular photo that's like how to ask and it's like mm. a um like a flow chart yeah and uh i've seen that reposted tons of times and at uni they had like all these big balloons the other day that were like are you okay yeah. in the cast.
2: yeah at flinders they had an are you okay day yeah like mm. a whole thing where they had um they had like, like s-
0: counselors and stuff yeah yeah no we did a similar thing at uni we had like all these tables set up with like um people to chat and it's like, we'll give you a bowl of chips if you have a conversation. Yeah. So are you okay? Yeah, I am. Thanks for asking. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm great. <laughs> That's good. Would you feel comfortable talking to most of your friends if you weren't okay? Or would you rather seek help through like other professional organizations?
2: Probably um, I would be more comfortable talking to my close friends first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I felt like that wasn't working for me, then I would seek help through like places like Headspace or they have a hotline as well that you can go on and, and speak to someone immediately. Yep. But I think that there are a lot of people that wouldn't feel comfortable doing that at all. And so I think it's important to get the word out there about how, how important it is to speak up if you're not feeling
0: okay yeah especially because like it's such a simple conversation to have
2: yeah well it's something that you ask anyone as as soon as you talk to them you say hi how are you yeah and
0: but i think because of that it's really easy to default into oh i'm good thanks how are you like it just comes out so naturally like oh not bad yourself yeah yeah i think talking to friends versus like talking to organizations would depend on what i want to talk about because like I think if I'm just having an off day or I'm feeling kind of rough or I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed, I complain a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He can, like, vouch for this.
1: (laughs) Hey, are you busy? No, I need to run. (laughs) Like, 40-minute phone call. I love it.
0: I think, like, if I'm feeling overwhelmed or if I'm having a rough day, I'll talk to my friends about that, usually because it'll come out like especially friends like Alice like they can tell yeah um because we know each other well enough and we talk to each other so consistently that any like difference in like behavior or -hmm. difference in like inflection or um tone is really obvious yeah you just pick it up instantly yeah because you like and you would be the same with Karis because you talk to her so much so you'd know when something was off yeah so I think like little things especially like say I have a group assignment at uni and I'm frustrated at a group member Mm -hmm. that's a lot easier to talk about and once I've talked about it that's it over yeah but and like I won't be holding that in and I won't have those negative thoughts in my head anymore or if I have like a run-in with someone that like maybe I think oh I completely embarrass myself I would talk to a friend about that and then after I've vocalized those negative thoughts they're gone yeah but if it was ongoing and consistent and particularly like physically inhibiting Mm -hmm. I feel like I would have to seek help for that because that's if it's consistent, I don't expect my friends to have the tools yeah. to be able to help me with that. It's
2: beyond the help from your friends. You, you need to go and see a professional.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so what do you do to relax when university or work commitments or other stuff feel
1: overwhelming? Just take your mind off things. Just put it down, go do something else, hang out, chill out, do whatever. Yeah. Put put some uh, makeup on, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Go, go see to the Ro-
0: Rocky Horror Picture Show. Go see Rocky yeah. Horror
1: at two, uh, 12 in the morning, I'm not yeah. saying anything. <laughs>
2: yeah personally i um go to music like i play piano when i'm stressed or play guitar like sometimes um in the past month or so i haven't been doing this but i used to work out a lot mm-hmm. um and that was a really good outlet for me
1: no i agree yeah, with that yeah like, working out is like a really good way to just get your mind off things because mm, totally. then you come back to it and you feel really it great Yes! Yeah! You have
2: have more energy, you feel good about yourself. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah.
0: Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah? Go on. Go
0: on. After you've worked out, it's like, I am a goddess. I am one with the universe. I feel strong, I feel fit, I feel amazing. That was worth it. I feel energized and wonderful. (laughs) Athena herself has come down from the clouds and blessed me. But during working out, oh, and I even, hate this, I hate this, I hate yeah. this, I oh, hate right, right. this. And even
2: the lead up, like you have to suck yeah. yourself oh, in. You have it. to be like, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't want to work out. I know, yeah. It's like, I don't want do to do this, I don't want to do this, I don't. That it's has about, been
2: my mood for the past month, which is why I haven't worked out, but yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like you got to change that though, like you got to go into it. If you have a positive mindset going into it, and you're like, yes, and you think about the outcome, and you think about like, I'm going to feel amazing, I'm going to feel amazing, Mm. I'm going to feel amazing. That might make it a little bit easier, but I think part of me is always going to be like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate (laughs) this. I can't
1: do that. I have to surprise myself into doing a workout. It has to be a split-second decision, otherwise the lead-up to it just means that I will never do it. Yeah, see, I'm a
0: bit the same. If I wake up one morning and I'm like, I should exercise today. I should exercise today. Is oh, the yeah. thought that's in my head for the rest of the day, but I don't actually ever end yeah, up exercising. Then, and
2: then it gets to bedtime, and you're like, oh fuck, I was meant to work out. Yeah. Day. And then you feel really bad about yourself. You're like, oh man, like I should have fit that in, but I didn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: the key to that is just get in your workout clothes, and then you're just like, well, like a minimum. So I'm just going <laughs> go it. Because like I get in my workout clothes and I chill out for like half an hour, and then I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, right, <laughs> i was meant to go do that. Yeah. Might as well go do that now, and then it's like done. Yeah. But, like, if you don't get into them, you just sit there, like, handbag of Doritos, just like Netflix on, watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. you just like, yeah, nah, do I mean, it tomorrow, man. Why did
0: you just describe me? <laughs> Doritos, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, ActiveWear. Because I set. am you. <laughs> what is one thing that you have to do in the coming week that you're not really looking forward to, and what's something you're looking forward to doing?
1: I have a test on Wednesday for a subject which is pretty much just physics. So not particularly looking forward to that because I don't really like tests. Mm -hmm. And I am going to a concert tomorrow with my cousins. Sweet! Sweet. Epic.
2: Yeah. Claudia? I have heaps of assignments next week.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's week...
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's week eight for us next week. Yeah, next
2: week's week eight. Oh yeah, my yeah. goodness,
0: how did that happen? I, I do don't know, but
2: the good thing is that the following week is holidays. Yeah. Um, and I might be going to
0: Kangaroo Island with my mum. Oh, that's nice. so cool. Yeah. Helen? I'm not looking forward to putting this episode out. because <laughs> I, I have to edit it in two days. No, but then after I've done that, I have lots of things to look forward to next week i am going to the choice of arm concert oh my Ooh. god yeah i'm and, so jealous <laughs> and i'm gonna go see a production of heathers as well <gasps> oh dude that's so good yeah i'm really excited yeah so that should be good think? Dane?
2: Dane.
1: i got a group of, uh, project to do wednesday not looking forward to that that's gonna be painful and after that i'm just gonna like go to bed sleep because i got holidays after that I'm just gonna... <laughs> have a good nap oh i gotta get rid of these bags man <laughs> i swear to god gucci gonna be coming for me these bears are getting too expensive i swear straight raccoon eyes right now i swear to god
0: thank you so much for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it we hope you are okay and if you are not Please don't hesitate to talk to your friends or reach out to support services and organizations that are out there. We'll have a bit more information about that in the description of this episode and also on our social media. Check in on your friends is really the takeaway from this one. Check in. It's really simple. It's really easy. It means a lot. For more Overworked But Optimistic, tune in in two weeks and follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at ofbutop.com. Alice isn't here to stop me from pronouncing it like that because it's just so much more fun. But that is spelt O-V-B-U-T-O-P. Thank you so much. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode.